Praise God. If you have those scriptures, you have those Bibles, let's go ahead and get into the reading of the word. John 17 and verse 17. It says this, Sanctify them through thy truth. And listen to these four words. Thy word is truth. Truth. Thy word is truth. There's no lies in here. Nothing is a lie. There's not a contradiction. It's truth. Amen? Anybody believe that? Romans 3. Romans 3 and verse 3. I hear pages turning, so I'll wait. I know it's on the screen. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? What if some don't believe? Does that mean faith in God is without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be, somebody say it. Let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Let God be true, and every man a liar. For the next little bit, I'm going to preach from this thought. True words don't lie. True words don't lie. Would you lay your Bibles down, lift your hands to the heavens right now in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. Lord, your word is true. Every single jot, every single tittle, Lord, everything in this word, it doesn't return void. It's all powerful. It's always been powerful. It's the inspired words of you, Jesus. You moved upon the hearts of men. They wrote these words down, Lord. It is from you, dear Lord. And we're thankful for your truth that is inside this book and Lord let your truth let your truth Lord be spoken today delivered today and most of all let it be received today in Jesus name and everybody say amen 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 you may be seated thank you for being in the house of the Lord today and can we give this young lady a hand right here She did not like that, but I did. It was real fun. Amen. I love it. I love it. To see. They're, not, they're not pushing you out, Sister Jolanta, but they're trying to. They just <laughs> she said, I want a break. Amen. No, it's exciting. I love it. We got some musicians coming up, and I am so very thankful. True words don't lie. In humanity, in man, if you will, in humanity there is a desire, maybe not a desire, but a, a tendency to lie. But if humanity would get into the word of God, if humankind would get into the word of God, we would discover 
that there's no truer words anywhere than in this book that you have sitting beside you that I have in front of me. And if they would get in that book and they would believe that book and they would live by that truth, somebody say truth, then that tendency to lie for whatever reason, maybe to protect or maybe to cover up or maybe to get ahead or whatever it is, they wouldn't do that. Because you and I know scripture that all liars will have their place in the lake of fire. Talked a little bit about hell on Wednesday night. If you knew or you would accept it, it is, but if you would accept it, all humankind would accept that this book is truth and there's no lies in it. When we read that book and we get into that scripture that all liars will have their place in the lake of fire, then guess what? We're not going to do some things that we would normally do. Can I get an amen? amen. We're not going to do that. Lying has become a norm. You can Google it. Just Google it. Lying has become a norm in the business world to get ahead. I can't remember the exact words, but it said something to the effect that uh, a horrible lie, if you, I'm using very much worse, it's horrible vocabulary, but the bad lie and a little white lie, if you will, Pretty much the same thing. No big deal. They're on the same playing field. In the business world. It's almost, one article said, expected. To get hired, you're almost expected. It's unsaid, but it's expected for you to have a tendency to lie if it means it, it's going to get us ahead. Now, I'm not saying that your business is like that. I'm not saying that you're like that. I'm saying this is what Google told us. And what Google says is almost gospel. Somebody say amen. Don't agree with that. Please don't agree with that. <laughs> but that's what they said. And articles that are out there talk about it. It's almost expected for you to be a liar. Dear God, have mercy on our world. Have mercy on us. What is true? What is right? What is wrong? What, if in the business world you're almost expected to lie, then man, what does that say about the business world and this right here? We probably don't live by it in the business world. Amen? Should we? Yes. Should it be something that we do? Most definitely. But I'm going to tell you something. This is not in my notes. I'm just going to look at my notes like I'm reading it from my notes. I'm not, though. But if you're in the business world and it's expected for you to have either, say, a big lie or a little bitty white lie, you need to be a liver by the word of the Lord that says, not me. Not happening. I'm truthful. I'm going to live truth. Because I live by truth. As children, we should be taught the principles of God. It should be put in us that we should not lie. We should not make anything up. We should not be outlandish with those things. I'm not talking about being funny with your kids and playing around and make believe and whatever. I'm not talking about that. But we should be taught the principles of God that it's not good. It's flat out wrong. It is a sin that will send us to hell if we lie. Somebody say amen if you believe that. I need some help right now. Praise God. And we need to understand that this book, it should be taught, mom and dad, aunt and uncle, everybody in this place, it should be taught that this is not made up fiction. This is not the figment of someone's imagination. Though 
That is what this world tries to do in some cases, in some places. Oh, that's just somebody that was a really good director, a really good author, and wrote all that stuff up. No, this is truth. From the foundation of the world, it's truth. And it's God-inspired. He breathed upon. He moved upon. He touched men to write truth. Second Timothy 3. Listen to this. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Truth Church, your pastor is living by what was taught to him, then what he digested for himself, what he decided to, this is right. Not only did Dad Gilbert do this for me, and Mom Gilbert preached this to me and delivered it to me and talked to me about it and put it in my spirit, and not only did professors at Bible college teach me and show me, but what I did is I grabbed this for myself. And I said for myself, true words don't lie, and these are true words, and I believe these words. Come on, clap your hands under the Lord. It wasn't a frivolous person. It wasn't someone that I did not see and watch and, and want to live like and be like that made me do it. No, but it is the God that he lived by, that he loved, that he preached, that he prayed to, that I said, I want to live for that same God. I want to believe in that same God. That's the only God because his word declares it. And so I know whom I've learned them from. And he learned them from the voice of the Lord. And I too today learn things and see things from God's word. God impresses upon my spirit. I live by the word. I want to make sure. I try my best to make sure things that I say. And obviously I'm human. I get a little rambunctious excited sometimes. There's no doubt that I can say some things that are off. But if I stay in the word, God will begin to teach and show me and correct me. And he will correct you as well. Verse 15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee, listen to this, make thee wise unto salvation. So it's going to teach you, if I get in the scriptures, make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. Verse 16, very familiar to everyone in here. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, nobody likes this, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. When we get into the word, when we live by the word, when we say that true words don't lie, then we'll allow things like that. Listen to me. I've said it over and over again. There's not a problem with God. There's always a problem with the person that is the recipient. Oh, I don't know if I want to, I don't want any reproof. I don't know if I want any correction. Uh, man, you know, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. No, it's profitable. You're supposed to be profiting from the word. You're supposed to get better. The better, better of yourself, if you will. The best person that you could possibly be, being profited by his word. Why? Because that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to profit as our soul profits. You need to be better today than you were five years ago when it comes to your spiritual life. You need to be further along. It's God's word. Look what it says. And is profitable. For what? For doctrine. That means I'm going to get some doctrine in me. I'm going to understand some stuff. For reproof. And correction. For instruction in righteousness. 
All of it is for your benefit and my benefit. That is why we are to put our nose in the book. Hide the word in your heart that you might not sin. You live righteous. You live holy. Acceptable unto the Lord. Does anybody want to be acceptable unto the Lord? Now listen. I'm just going to be honest. I want everybody in this room to accept me. But if you don't, that's all right. As long as he does. I'm going to be okay with it. Will it hurt? Am I human? Am I going to be like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, probably so. But when I get, get good, get my mind right, I'm going to be like, you know something? God, do you accept me? And if I get a resounding yes from the heavens, then bun y'all. I'm not sure what bun means, but it's all right. I learned it as a kid. That the man of God, that you and me may be perfect. Listen to this. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That means that you and I will do good. We'll live right. We'll walk right. We'll do everything according to God's word. Wow. I don't know about you, but I want to do that. Do I do that yet? I'm trying. I'm trying. I hope you're trying too. If there's any of you that have fully arrived, then please see me after service. I want to get all the information. We're going to put it in a book and we'll have it published by next week. But that ain't going to happen. But we're trying. Let's look at this scripture. Let's look at this scripture. You know from whom you learned the scriptures. And you have been assured of these truths by God's action in your life. Okay? I'm, I'm writing it myself here. All right? Here we go. These words of God can and have proven themselves to be very wise and truthful. Even as a child, you learned this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Who is like him? Ain't nobody like him. You know why there's nobody like him? Because he's the only one under this roof right here. He's the only one in this world that you and I live in that cannot and will not lie. The Bible says impossible. For God to lie. I don't know about you, but that gets me really, really excited. If he can't lie, if I keep on doing that, I'm going to get ahead of myself. I'm not going to do that. Here we go. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? To be made perfect. Hmm. And be in good works. Good works with what? Good works with your hands. I'm going to do good works with my hands. I'm going to do good works with my actions. It is the hardest thing for Pastor Darren to hold his tongue. But I've been trying to hold my tongue. I'm not talking about profanity. Man, I can like. Obviously, I can get loud. Amen? I probably don't need this microphone to do that. But it's hard for me to think about it, pray about it. But what happens is, when you are living by the truth of God's word, you're able to do good works with your hands and good works with your actions. Praise God. And it should show forth a great inspiration to others so they also will say, listen, Brother Cooper, man, you are a good man. You, not Brother Cooper, it'd be, it'd be Mr. Cooper in, in work, but Mr. you're a good man. You, you're diligent in your work. 
you hold your tongue? Man, I, what are you doing? I'm living for Jesus. I love Jesus. I'm living by the true word. I'm living how God wants me to live. And so people see it with your hands. They see it with your actions. <laughs> and you're known, as Brother Trevor just said, by your fruits. And you can tell them, the reason I'm known by my fruits is because I'm living by a word that doesn't lie. Amen. Does anybody want to live by the word today? I believe they have these scriptures. If they don't, you can grab them. 2 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 28. Somebody say God's word is true. God's word is true. And now, O Lord, O Lord God, thou art that God. And thy words be true. Say it again. And thy words be true. And thou hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Skipping back to Romans chapter 3 and verse 4. God forbid. Yea, let God be true. But every man a liar. His word is true. His word declares it in history. It's found in history that God's word is true. It's proven. It's, its advice is exactly what you and I need. And it's never going to be something that's off kilter. It's never going to be anything that doesn't have a solid foundation. The advice from the word of God is solid. If you'll open up the book of Proverbs, you and I will find some very solid Truth and advice that teaches you and me how to live and how to live an acceptable life and how to live a pure life. It's filled. This book is filled with good advice. It has a historical value and facts recorded in many of the pages. These pages we can find things that teach us and show us and direct us how we should live. Somebody say true words don't lie. True words don't lie. There's a lot of things that do. The news, you don't know what you can believe. Amen. Your friends, you don't know what you can believe. You hope you can, but you don't know what you can believe from them. But his word that you and I live our life after. It is true, and it's never going to lie. If the words of God are true, then why is it so much that we have a problem believing them? We have an issue with saying, well, that's true. See, Brother Trevor, that's what I say too. But I can tell you there's times where things arise that we begin to question these true words that don't lie. John 14 and verse 11. Listen to what it says. It's just something that we get. I believe we get it. Probably most everyone in this room. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the works sake for thy work's sake verily verily I say unto you he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also now that first scripture verse 11 we got that yeah you are Woo! Either one God apostolic tongue talking holy roller heaven bound believer let me get up man we can shout and dance and get all excited about that amen but yeah Verse 12, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. What do you mean? Wait a minute. Me? You mean I can lay hands on the sick and they recover? You mean I can speak to the storm? 
Is this book a liar? Is the book that we're reading from have lies in it? I believe we already established that it doesn't. But there's things that we have a problem believing. Man, when we talk about the doctrine, yeah, in him dwelleth all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we are completed here. We bite our teeth and shout and get all excited. But then, Brother Riley, you need to stand up and go lay your hands on that sick lady back there. And God's going to heal her right now. And we start shaking in our boots. No offense, I'm not saying that you do that, I'm just saying. But the Bible says that greater works than these shall he do. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I mean, it's like repetitive here. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Hey, guys, let's get it. Let's get this in our brain. His word doesn't lie. These words that we read, this true word, don't lie. I need some faith to arise in each and every one of us. I get it, it's hard. Believe me, I get it that it's hard. Over and over again, I can tell you and talk about it. And my wife can as well. It's hard. But let me tell you something. If we are Bible readers and Bible believers and we know in whom the God is that we serve, then we must, come on church, we must get it in our spirit that God will and God can and God's going to do it. There's too much little faith. I would that faith would arise in this place. We're about to get into some services that I wanted to catapult us until he comes. What do you mean, Pastor Jerry? I'm talking about next week when Brother Burns is here, a man of God. When he begins to preach, I want our faith to arise and God's going to begin to do a work. Before you walk in the building, I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to say, God, before I get into that building, I'm here at the breakfast table. I'm here in the living room. But I got faith that you are the God that does what you say you can do. And before I walk in the building, I know it's going to happen. Somebody say amen. amen. It's too much little faith. We need faith to arise. So this is, I was getting all that to get to this verse 15. Verse 15. Go back to verse 14. Go back to 15. What's that say? If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Is there anybody in this room that's got the Holy Ghost? You got the Holy Ghost? So let me put it this way. Yes, we know what that means. You got the anointed one living inside of you. Okay? You got the anointed one living inside of you. Not only is he living inside of you, but if you ask the one living inside of you anything in his name, he'll give it. He'll do it. It'll come to pass. It is something as a church, not one or two of us, not five or six of us, but every one of us, I want us to grab a hold of this so we can live by this true word that doesn't lie. That we can get it in our spirit that God, if you say you can do it, if you want me to do it, if you want me to live by this, if you want me to do what your word declares, I'm going to do it, Lord, because why? I want to see your word come to pass. I want to see your word be made manifest in my life, in my church, in my youth group, in my family. I want your word 
to come to pass in my life. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. It's happened for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. It's been a long time that we haven't been able to, humankind has not been able to receive God. God says he can do it. I don't know about that. It's a big deal, big ask. He can do it. If he said he can do it, he can do it. The issue lies within us. Truth Church, youth group, parents, may we have a revival in our spirit of faith that God can do what he says he can do. I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to, just give me a moment. Why am I preaching this? The reason I'm preaching this is because I want to see it happen. I can't make it happen. I can only do whatever I possibly can to prepare us to be anticipating miraculous things to happen. You have a lost loved one that wants, that you want them to be in the house of God right now that lives in this area, stand to your feet. Look around, ladies and gentlemen. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Brother Jonathan, we just had the conversation. What if I feel like my prayers are hitting the wall? Keep on praying. I, I mean, I want it to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Keep on having faith. His word says it cannot lie. True words don't lie. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. Ever, 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 ever is it going to happen. It's forever settled. You may be seated. It's going to happen. Keep knocking. Keep praying. Keep reading the word. And when your faith begins to dwindle, go back to this book right here and say, Lord, you told me, ask anything in my name and I will do it. Lord, you hadn't done it yet, but you're going to do it. I know it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but God, it's going to happen that you may be glorified. And let's just go to verse 18. There's proof that he comes through. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Do you have the Holy Ghost? He's a man of his word. He came through. He filled you with this spirit. You feel it moving on the inside of you. Well, pastor, I know that, but I, and I've prayed. I've even prayed in the Holy Ghost, and I've, I've believed, and I've wrote it down, and I've, I've, but it's still not happened. Keep on believing. Keep on knowing that God doesn't return void. His word, his word. In the beginning was the word. The word's with God, and the word was God. God doesn't return void. He'll never return void. Clap your hands unto the Lord, all you people. gives us promises Luke chapter 9 chapter 10 verse 19 behold I give unto you power to tread on serpents scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you man that's a promise ladies and gentlemen God's going to come through with his promise but I get it Man, serpents and scorpions. We do not have a box in the back with serpents in it, okay? And we don't know, there's no, there's no scorpions underneath Brother Cooper's seat over there. It's not happening. Don't look, there's nothing. I promise. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around this. But all power, you got it. I got it. Not in me and of myself. But in the name of Jesus Christ, you shall look to the mountain, be thou removed into the sea. Amen. 
You can look to the situation, that thing is massive, it is big, and say, in the name of Jesus, be removed. I'm going to tell you something. Nothing that happened to Sister Ginger happened like I thought it would happen. Nothing. Nothing went the way that I dreamed it would go when all was given to us and shown to us. Nothing. Not one thing. I went to services and people prayed and shouted and spoke prophecy. And I was like, it's going to happen. We're going to go back. We're going to go to the doctor and say, boom, it's going to be gone. didn't happen like that. But what did I do? What did she do? Kept my nose in the book. I kept my faith arising, even when I was broken, and even when I was tired, and even when I didn't know what to say to the kids, and I didn't know what to say to the church, I just kept on going back to the word, because I understand that true words don't lie. I can lie. You can lie. Doctors can lie. People can lie. But his word doesn't lie. And so what, what did that help me with? That helped me with having faith in God's word, because his word doesn't lie. That helped me know that greater works than these shall ye do. It's going to happen. That helped me with saying, hey, the miracles are going to come. But my question is, where's the miracles right now? Where's the miracle for you right now? Where's the works right now? Where's God doing a work in your life right now? It all hinges on our faith, ladies and gentlemen. It all hinges on what we believe in. Do we believe that true words don't lie or don't we? Do we believe that this book, that we live our life by God, forbid that we're not just going through motions, but we really believe in this word and we believe that God is going to work a miracle. We believe that God is true. His word is true. And God is going to do what he says he will always do. needs to be faith there needs to be faith in true words don't lie there needs to be faith in true words don't lie I get it life happens stuff happens pain comes divorce comes depression comes hate comes malice comes all these things come, lost loved ones, lost children, all of this stuff comes. And every single one of those things begins to chip away at our faith. And when life and stuff and things come, we must be an individual that says, hold on a second. Man, there's a lot of stuff happening. This ain't happened yet. This ain't happened yet. This is happening and this isn't happening. All this stuff is happening. All these things are overwhelming. What's going on? We must be an individual that goes back to the book. And says, so hold on. Let me get in the book. Let me find my faith again. Let me remember that true words don't lie. That is what our heartbeat has to be. And straightway, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No. Not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Listen, it's what we got to do. And they came unto him bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. Oh, it gets exciting. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their There it is. When Jesus saw their face, so all the stuff is happening. You got an impossibility right now. You have all, every caution sign and every roadblock has been put up and all the construction is going on in your life and you're wondering why and you're upset and you're ticked off. Let's go back to verse five. What'd they do? He's in there. The truth speaker's right there. We've heard about him doing miracles, signs, and wonder. We've heard about all this stuff. He's right there. What they did was, is they kept after it. It'd have been easy. Man, there's a thousand people here. And I'm in the back of the room by the door with this dude that can't do anything. Let's just go to the house. No. They said, hold on a second. Truth speaker. Miracle worker. Signs and wonders. 
Where's the closest? How can we? Anybody got a ladder? Let's do whatever we possibly can to get to where he is. And the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the pole. They didn't have to say anything. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. He took care of all of the problem, then some. And it all hinged on their faith and their attitude. I don't see how this could ever get better. I don't see how this could ever happen. But you know something? I'm getting through until I get, I'm going to get through until I get there. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to him. And when I get to him, who knows what's going to happen? What's going to happen is God is going to rain down complete and total healing and then some. Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord, all you people. Mark chapter 11 and verse 22. And Jesus answered, saith unto them, have faith in God. Sir, ma'am, it's in the house. Have faith in God. Don't have faith in your mind and what you're thinking, but have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever ye, sh whatsoever ye shall say unto the mountain, unto the mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. Somebody say believe. believe. Believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. What? Man, this word just gets, gets me excited. And I hope it does you. Do you understand everything in here happens in some form or fashion in the life that you and I live? It may not be a mountain in Colorado, but it's a mountain of depression. It's a mountain of unforgiveness. It's a mountain of hate. It's a mountain of bitterness. All of these things. It's a mountain of doubt. Praise God. Be thou removed. Be thou removed and it'll be gone. Therefore, I say unto you, what things, whoever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So hold on, so hold on a second, one second, one second. Listen to this. It's been said today in conversation. I was talking to someone about it. It wasn't the individual that said it, but it was talking about someone that said it. What do you, what do, you do when you feel like your prayers are hitting the wall? Did y'all read that? Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, I could be wrong, and I could be misinterpreting Scripture. I don't believe I am. It does not have a time stamp on when you're going to get it. Just, I'm gonna, just go with me, Mark. Mark chapter, go, go with there in your Bibles if you have it. I cut and paste it and put it on here from the internet. So it could be not there, but just, just go, go to your Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Matthew, Mark. Okay? Go look at it. Mark 11. I know I'm, I'm being funny, but just look, do, do it with me. Do it with me this morning. Mark 11. Does yours have a timestamp anywhere around verse 24? No, nope. I got some notes here, though, in this one. <laughs> That's awesome. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. It, you, there's no time stamp anywhere on verse 24 that you're going to get it right then or you're going to get it at 1030 this evening. It doesn't say when you're going to get it. It just says have faith and believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So what is Pastor Darren saying? Your husband, you've been praying for him for 25 years, for six years, for eight years. It's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. You've been praying for your brother. You've been praying for your sister. And they have not walked in the door. They're saying no. They've told you no, but they're coming. Whatever you pray in and you believe in, it's going to happen.
You've been praying for your son and your daughter. You've been believing. You've been knowing it. And they're doing everything to discourage you and tear down your faith. But just go back to the word. God, true words don't lie. So, therefore... You say unto me, whatsoever things I desire, I desire my children. I desire my, my mom. I desire my dad. I desire my brother to get the Holy Ghost and stay in church. I desire this. I desire these things to happen. When I pray, believe that you receive them. I don't care what you got to do. Close your eyes. Come to the church. Sit out in the parking lot and just close your eyes and face your eyes towards that glass door out there. I see them coming in. Nope. But I see them coming in. They're not there right now, but I see them coming in. Because your word, oh, praise God right now. I believe God's about to do something with our faith on this Sunday morning. If we would allow him to let our faith arise and the enemies of our faith be scattered. Let's put the true words of God together today. In this hour in this minute, and let's see what God is really capable of doing in our church family and in our families. Oh, man, I want to see it happen, and I believe it's going to happen. I am not trying to get a response out of you. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. I felt it yesterday morning early, early. I walked into my closet, and God began to download some things into my spirit, and I hope and pray that it is just something that will push us through to what God is going to do during next week's service and our revival services and let us get excited about true words. The word that we live by does not lie. Clap your hands, all you people. Come on, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Give him a high praise. Shout, I believe. I have no doubt in my mind if right now we as a body would get it in our spirit that true words don't lie. There's no doubt in my mind that there would be a demonstration in this place today. I, I believe that. If we would truly allow it to download in our spirit True words don't lie. Your word don't lie. I believe in your word. There's some of you that walked in this building today and you've been broken. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. You've been bo broken from the moment you walked in and you don't know what to do. I'm telling you right now, let God begin to download in your spirit that his word don't lie. This truth don't lie. And you're going to be free before you walk out of this building. You're going to have peace before you walk out of this building. Get your mind off of everything else. Get your mind off the problem get your mind stayed on him and he'll bring perfect peace his word does not lie oh does anybody believe that would you stand to your feet and lift your hands for a moment i'm not done but i want you to lift your hands and surrender to god god began to do a work god began to do a work come on everybody in the building stand to your feet lift your hands high and say god i need you to do a work in me my faith is diminished my faith is broken god i need faith to arise right now Come on, lift your voice to him. 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 I'm not finished yet, but that's all right. Lift your voice to him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in this place. Let faith arise in this place. Let faith arise in this place. It's the yoke of darkness that's trying to diminish your faith. It's the yoke of darkness that is trying to captivate your faith. Come on, lift your voice to him, ma'am. You hadn't done it yet. There's some of you during our worship service, you were almost there. We probably should have let you go on. But right now, I want you to get back to that place and say, God, I believe. I know that you're able. I know that you're going to do it. You prayed last night. You believed last night. And this morning, you felt diminished. But I'm telling you right now, let faith arise in this place. Everything that I have said, everything that I've talked about, his word does not return void. It does not diminish over time. Did you hear me? I don't care how long it takes. It doesn't diminish over time. He said he would do it. 
doesn't diminish. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know who you are right now, but I'm going to speak to you for a moment. You've been praying and you've been believing. You fasted. You live a Christian and a holy life. You're separated. You're pleasing to God. You're doing all that his word declares and still. You go to the prayer room. You kneel down at the couch or your chair where you pray. And what begins to happen is you just immediately begin to get overshadowed with, oh, it's not going to happen. What's there any use? I've, I've prayed for him. I've prayed for him so long and still nothing. There's, I've had a little bit of hope here and a little bit of hope there, but nothing has happened. I don't know who it is I'm talking to right now, but let me tell you something. His word don't lie. His word does not lie. You've desired it. You believed it. You want it to happen. God did not allow hell to be made for anybody except de the devil and his hymns. And I'm telling you right now, if you believe it, get your nose to the grindstone and say, Lord, here I am again to pray. Here I am again to believe. I know it's going to happen. He's going to walk in the doors. It's going to be this weekend. It's going to be this week that I see something happen and get transformed inside of him. It's going to happen. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Would you lift your voice? I believe God wanted someone to hear that this very moment. Come on, his word doesn't diminish. You can't throw it out the window because you've been praying for 25 years. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. Grab a hold of that word and believe again, just like you did the first time. Just like when you received the Holy Ghost. Just like you're when your sins were forgiven and washed away in the waters of baptism. Keep on. Pick up the word and say, I'm holding it dear to my heart. I'm believing it and knowing that you're able. was mentioned last night in my home Sister Linda's here good to have Sister Linda with us she's in our home and she made mention of Sister Reba Bender Sister Reba Bender prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and believed and believed and believed that Jean and Colleen were going to receive the Holy Ghost that they were going to come to church that they were going to be delivered from alcohol some of you men saw me talking to him at men's conference he walked up to me. Bishop, I forget, 17 years? 17 years. 17 years, Reba Bender, y'all don't know her. Many of you don't know her. Prayed and prayed and prayed. Fasted, believed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Gene came up to me. <laughs> Put his arm around me. Gave me a little teddy bear and he said, hey, I go around to hospitals and I go around to alcohol anonymous programs and I tell my story I pray for these individuals and I don't even remember the number it was a pretty substantial number over the many years that he's been doing this at brother Carl McLaughlin's church that people have been delivered and there's people in the church right now because of him and his wife teaching them bible studies and sharing their testimony I think it was 400 and something I don't know I don't know exactly 400 and something I don't remember the exact number but that's what he gave me. And he said, Pastor, I, I know I'm old. I know I'm, I'm kind of not, not, can't get around very well. But I'd love to come to your church and talk about what God did for me. And maybe it would help somebody. Or maybe it would motivate somebody else to go tell somebody about what God's did for them. And I said, Brother Gene, I don't know when we're going to do it. But we're going to get you here. I'm going to get you on a Wednesday night. I want you to bring as many teddy bears as you possibly can. Why? Because... For 17 years, somebody prayed. 17 years, somebody sought the face of God and believed. And today, God rest her soul. She's dead and gone. But what is living on? The true word is still living on because his true word does not and cannot lie. It's still the same. Wish I could remember what year it was. And he was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. And Colleen was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. But from that moment, yes, over 2,000 years ago, but from that moment until now, it's still the same word. I said it's still the same word. 
I said it's still the same word and it does not lie. Oh, clap your hands under the Lord. You may be seated. Sit down. That's all right. That's all right. I'm not preaching on Wednesday night. Somebody else is preaching on Wednesday night. And so I'm going to take my time. Is that all right? It's still the same as it's always been. It's still the same. I believe it's still the same. I believe it's going to happen right here. I don't know why. I don't know why all the things happen the way they happen. I don't know why they, it come together like it came together. But I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that we have who we have coming in. I believe God speaks to me and anoints me to preach the word. But I believe God, or I can see God orchestrating everything because God's going to begin to do a work. He's, going to, he's already started it this week as we've been focused and we've been praying and we've been seeking the face of God. And this week we're going to do it again. And we're going to believe and know that God is able. And when we get here on Sunday and the young people are going to be charged, I believe God's going to begin to do the work then. And all next week as we begin to focus and hand out those cards for our harvest revival, I believe God is going to put it in the hands of men and women that are hurting, Sister Daffron, that are broken, that need God to do a work in their life. And the true words of God are going to be in their life for the very first time. Luke chapter 7 and verse 9. Then Jesus went with them. And when he was now not, a, not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldest enter unto my roof. Wherefore, neither thought, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. Say it in a word. Speak it in a word. But say it in a word. Do you understand, ladies and gentlemen? All we got to do is be able to speak it. We got to have that kind of faith. I'm not in church on a Sunday morning and the, and, the, and the musicians are playing and the church is going and people are running and shouting. But right now, God, here I am at my workplace. You don't, I don't have to have musicians. I don't have to be in your house. Lord, right here, right now, just at thy word. But say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. True church, where's that kind of faith? Where is the healings? Where's the miraculous? Where's God filling people with the Holy Ghost on the streets? When is it going to happen? When we get this kind of attitude, you ain't got to come. You can stay right here, but just say it with a word, and I'll deliver the word. For I also am a man sent under authority, having under me soldiers, and I say unto one, Go. And he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he do it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. Oh, man, I want to make Jesus marvel. I want to make Jesus marvel at Truth Church. And turned him about and said unto the people that follow him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Come here. Come here. Jump up here. No, you're here. Jump up here. Come on. Come on. This is what he did. Come here, buddy. He was talking to him like this. He's talking to him. And he goes like this. I've not seen found faith like this in all of Israel this right here truth church let's make Jesus marvel look at this I don't know exactly but could it be when he said hey I hadn't found anything like this anywhere I hadn't seen anything like this could it be that that was what propelled him to go and do I believe if you and me get made up in our minds. Listen, all you got to do is tell me, Jesus. I'm going to prayer this morning, and I believe you're going to put me in the way of somebody that needs a Holy Ghost. You're going to put me in the way that somebody needs healing. 
And Lord, I believe. I have no doubt in my mind that when I find that person, when I see that person in Albertsons or Walmart or whatever, I believe that I'm going to pray for them and they're going to be healed. You don't even got to be here. I don't even have a song played. I don't have to have nothing. You do it right now, right where I'm at in my prayer room, and this is going to happen. Let me tell you something. When you walk into Walmart, I said when you walk into Walmart, God's going to put somebody in your way, and he's going to be right behind you saying, go right ahead. I would to God that our faith would arise, Brother Chris. I would to God that we would get our eyes focused on him and say, God, true words don't lie. And I believe every jot and every tittle of your word. I believe every jot and every tittle of your word. And I'm ready to be a part of this end time revival. I'm ready to pray for people that need the Holy Ghost. I'm ready to pray for people that need healing and them be healed. Clap your hands under the Lord, all you people. So many scriptures that talk about what God can do, his delivering power, his changing power, his healing power, his restoring power. It's all telling the truth. All of it is. All of it is telling the truth. Luke 8 and verse 25, and he said unto them, where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and water, and they do obey. Oh, hallelujah. True words, they don't lie. You can stand to your feet again. I'm almost done. Acts chapter 6 and verse 8. And Stephen, and Stephen, full of faith, listen, and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Story after story. Story after story. Thing after thing. Young people, listen to Pastor Darren. Don't believe anybody else. Believe the word. The Bible says, and Stephen. And Carter. Amen. And Nevaeh. Come on, Tate. Come on, guys. And Philip, and Brother David, and Brother Noe, Sister Cooper, Sister Garcia, Brother Jonathan. Come on, Brother Joey. <laughs> and Brother Joey, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Brother Jordan Davis, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Brother Dustin did great wonders and miracles among the people. Because why? He was full of faith and power. I have it. Churches grow when established in faith. But truth church grows when we're established in faith. Because let me tell you what it looks like. You're standing in the supermarket and you hear someone speaking, I just don't know what I'm gonna do. I've got so many trials, so many things are going wrong in my life. Hey, I'm Darren Gilbert and I know something that can take care of those problems. No doubt in my mind. Would you allow me to lay my hands on your head and pray for you that God would deliver you in the name of Jesus Christ, take care of every problem, take care of every situation, take care of every issue in the life. In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed and be transformed right now. The Bible says, full of faith and full of power, 
What is the key to all of those things happening after full of faith and power? If we're going to see, Brother Jonathan, great wonders and miracles among the people, and I'm going to be a person that does that. You're going to be a person that does that. You guys are going to be a person that does that. And all of you that are in this congregation, then what has to happen? i got to be full of faith and power. i got to believe that God can. I've got, to, I've got to take this word right here to heart and say true words. Don't lie. I know that you can do it. And so... Where the church is established in the faith and increased in number daily. But first, they were established in the faith. Do you believe, hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord? Do you believe that you got to be born of water and of spirit? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that you are an ambassador for Jesus Christ? Sincerely. You're not just here to be a servant, which we want everybody to serve. But do you believe that you are the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ? Prayer team, I don't want you serving up here. If you don't believe that when you lay hands on that person that comes up here in a moment, that God is going to work through you like he works through conduit or like wires move through conduit and you're going to lay your hand on somebody's head because there's needs in the house right now. There's issues in the house right now. There's people that want to respond to the word of God right now. And I need every one of you to be established and believe that God can use you like he did Steve. If you have a need in the house, we got prayer team. We want you to come right now. I want you to come right now. If you have a need in your life, I want you to come. Now, if you want to respond to the preached word of the Lord, you don't have that kind of faith. You don't have, man, I believe in these true words. There's some doubt in your mind. I want you to respond to the word right now. All across this building. Move into this place. Move close right now. If you have a need that you need God to take care of, you got a family member, you got an issue at work, you got a problem in your job, you got a problem in your business, then I want you to come believing. I want you to come in power right now. I want you to come knowing.